You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, a big good morning to you, Bayside and Greater Bayside. Catherine here. Half the team is here this morning. Um, Our mate, Carl Bianco, is running a little bit late, would you believe? But hey, don't you worry. I'm here to hold down the fort until he makes it. I've got a stopwatch going. So for every minute that he is late, I think we need to come up with some sort of punishment. But hopefully he'll be here soon. In the meantime, we've got an amazing show lined up. Weekend wrap coming up after this, obviously. We're going to be asking you what sort of outfits do teachers wear of all things random I know and of course I've got a couple of moral dilemmas for you but right now I think it's time to get into a little bit of Ed Sheeran this is Overpass Graffiti with Catherine hopefully Carl soon on 88.3 Southern FM Nine minutes past seven for your Monday morning. It's time to get into your weekend wrap for oh. this 15th, the 11th, 15th of November for 2021. See, I Good thought morning. it was weird. I just saw a co-host added water and here you are. Very nice. Anyway, we look at what's happened in the last 48 hours for your Monday morning. There's a little bit of news around about the seat of Q. Yeah. Of course, Tim Smith of... Uh, Officially putting his hand up and saying it won't be contesting the next state election. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Mm, but as a result of that, there's a number of people putting their hands up, including existing Member of Parliament David Davis, who has said, yep, well, I'm a senior member. I've been around the Liberal Party for a long time. I think I'm going to throw my hand in. Well, there you go. Interesting stuff. Um, looking overseas, Bianco, the Queen has pulled out of a Remembrance Day or all of her Remembrance Day engagements up at the last hour after her medical team told her to rest. Um, Buckingham Palace has released a statement from Her Majesty saying that she has sprained her back. Now, this is obviously of some concern as Her, her Royal Highness hasn't been around to many events of late. Um, this time she pulled out a couple of hours before Hand, so we hope she's feeling better soon. Mm, although Boris has come out and said, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Don't he also be. said that about a couple of other things, so I don't really... Yeah. Brexit. Anything else? Pandemic. <laughs> we will <laughs> move on. <laughs> Relations between Australia and the US? No. No. Uh, we won't go there. But at least Joe Biden knows his name as opposed to our Prime Minister. Thank it- you, Boris. Boris. Thanks, pal. Um, Hey, in other news, Queensland border restrictions are expected to ease Bianco as they hit 70% double vax. They've they're fallen behind a little bit, Queensland, though, haven't they? Well, they are a little bit, but they are expected to make announcements today, the Queensland state government, um, as to what that's going to look like. 14,000 Australians are currently on a list waiting to go in, either because they live in Queensland and haven't been able to get back, or they're relocating. So I think it might still be a little while before we can go up for a holiday. Which would yeah. be good timing, Melbourne weather. I'd rather support Victoria than go to Queensland, the it's way they cool. carried on throughout the whole pandemic. However, if um, Melbourne's weather wants to keep doing what it's doing, we'll oh. get on that a little bit later. What's going on? We had our coldest spring day since 2007 across the weekend. Well, you won't believe what happened to me as a result of this weather. I'd hate to think. Oh, I'll tell you a bit later. Um, hey, in some good news, though, Australian publication Marie Claire has announced their woman, or this year, Women of the Year. Um, being Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame, which is fantastic news. Name a more iconic duo, I dare you. Um, so their cover will be coming out next month. It is so nice to see some Australian publications actually making the news because there's not many left. Speaking of Australian news, don't know if you've heard one of the greatest things to ever happen in Australian sporting history happened in the last 24 hours. So I hear. Australia defeated New Zealand in the T20 World Cup to claim their inaugural mm-hmm. T20 World title. Yeah. Good on you, Aussies. We beat our mates from across the ditch, the New Zealanders over in Dubai. 
It almost didn't happen, though, because there was an earthquake that happened there was beforehand, could you believe? Can the earth just settle a little bit, please? Uh, it's quaking left, right and centre. Climate change, it's just creeping up on us. This is Kylie Minogue and Years and Years. Kylie Minogue and Years and Years for your Monday morning shower to expect it today. I've certainly seen that. 14 degrees, shower and 16 tomorrow. It gets a bit better on Wednesday. It's the best sort of weather for the week. 21 and partly cloudy right now across Bayside and Greater Bayside. How good is spring? We're below 10 degrees. It's really good for the mental health. Waking up, overcast, gloomy, bit of rain. You would have thought we were out of lockdown. We could have the best weather possible every day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Fantastic times ahead. Do you want to know something? Yesterday, I had, on top of terrible weather, having to work on a Sunday... I had no oh, power in my house oh, from 7 o'clock in the morning till oh. 7 o'clock at night. Well, you think that's bad. Try having about 8 or 10 notices in your mail. Uh-oh. Right? Across, what's it been, the last three or four months, from Set Energy Company mm-hmm. saying, sorry for any inconvenience. Oh, it but... talks to you. <laughs> well, that's how I read Did it. Did you get a howler like in Harry Potter? In my mind. <laughs> 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 I didn't get a howler, but it was a howler of a message. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. When is your mail read read out loud to you, spoken to you? You know, anyway, please ta- go on. Sorry, it's more like a customer service. All right. We care about you as one of our loyal customers in set area. As a result of some essential works, particularly during the lockdown times, we will be. Turning off your power between the times of 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Apologies for any inconvenience caused. If you require a generator for the sake of staying alive, you need to organize this yourself. And and, and we keep getting the same messages. But have you got power? Oh, this is... now Now you're barking up the wrong tree here, I tell you what. There was one week, right... Where well, we did everything right. Yep. Put the freezers up, you know, the fridges up real high so that Uh-oh. we can have them nice and cold throughout the day. All in anticipation to have the power cut off by set energy company. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do it. Because they're so great, these energy companies. <gasps> did, and your electricity bill got higher because you had everything cranked up? No. What? No, 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 no. Here we are. Strikes 9 a.m. Waiting. 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 Nothing. 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 Oh, how good. Didn't happen. And another time I complained and other members of my family complained, yep. and I'm sure a lot of people in the area complained because this was peak lockdown, mm-hmm. and they cancelled it. Oh. Anyway, fast forward about three weeks. Here we are, mining around business. <laughs> They're not going to do it this time. <laughs> no prep whatsoever. Uh-oh. It got about 15 past nine to around about that time. And we're like, <laughs> escape the power outage again. No. Anyway. In times of need when you need power, that is a care, care, caregiving activity. Mm. So you go to where only you can go. And that's the grandparents' house. <laughs> I wanted to stay warm. It was wintry weather, even though I think we're in spring. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's what you got to do, you know? But anyway, energy companies, I know you've got to do your job, but 
if there's a way where you can not inconvenience everybody by shutting off the power, you know, oh. that'd be greatly appreciated. Well, see, we were saying yesterday in our household, gone are the days where they do it during the week because everyone's working from home still. They have to do it on the weekends. And even though like, I had to work from home yesterday, so I ended up having to use my mobile data, charge all my stuff up the night before and just pray to the technology gods that they weren't going to die and had to run it off my phone data. And as you could imagine, it went spectacular, spectacularly terrible. I can't even talk. It's rattled me so much. I'd be in the middle of saying something in my meeting and I'd glitch. So I'm sure people have screenshots of my face just frozen in time. Let me just add there, it's not the first time you've glitched. It's 21 minutes past seven for your Monday morning. And it's not needed. Me? Never. In the weekend wrap, Bianco, we gave a little bit of a weather update, said that they're, you know, the planet's changing a little weird. <sighs> and it's normally around this time of year that I give our friends here in the Bayside a warning that the planets may or may not be in retrograde. And here I have come to the realization after the week that I've had that I need to focus on my own planet let alone the other planets. You're telling me. Because, well, first of all, I think we're all very much aware global warming is a thing. We need to make sure that we are doing the right thing to keep this planet healthy. But um, I had a work commitment last week, which required me to sit outside in a very, very overcast, doomy, gloomy Melbourne spring day. And I did what I had to do. I was probably sitting out there for maybe an hour or so, had long sleeve pants and jacket on for this thing. was just chilling, waiting for work to start and went through my 10-hour day, got home and about six hours later, all of a sudden I feel a burning sensation on my wrist and on my ankle and I said, surely not, surely not. Get in the shower, get out, unmistakable bright red sunburn in spring in a winter condition day. I've had enough. You should get that checked. You should see the tan line. I had to wear strappy sandals. It's not good. And I don't tan. And when I do, it's when I have really horrible tan lines. Um, I'm sorry. I just want to say to spring, actually, if you want to act like winter, you stay in that lane. You can't have the best of both worlds. You can't be burning people because I was none the wiser. And to be fair, I probably had maybe like the tiniest bit of my wrist showing. So it has burnt my wrist in the most awkward angle. And like I fake tanned for the occasion as well. So now that's patchy. Mm. I don't stand a chance in summer. I know it's going to be rainy. The Bureau has now said it is a Lenina. Um, Thank you. But... Like, what? 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 I couldn't believe it. And it hurts. And you forget because you go 12 months without sunburn. Well, in this case, not even that. And, you, like, I'm trying to wear work shoes and it's hurting me. And, like, using my hand at work, my wrist was all seized up because of the sunburn. I wasn't expecting it. But um, from now on, you will get no more retrograde announcements from me until we figure out this planet. Thank you. Didn't want them from you anymore. That's either. my PSA. Fix the planet. I'm really glad. Thank you. Like, I, it's unbelievable. Retrograde should not be spoken about. No. It should be a natural, a natural thing. Planet Earth is my priority. What the moon and the Saturn and Uranus choose to do in their own time, that's on them. Well, you don't want to hear about my Uranus. <laughs> Can I just Suddenly say? the sunburn sounds good. Can I? 
Can I just say, right, I think it comes down to your complexion at the end of the day. Um, It comes down to the sun having a particular um, liking to me. I Very much like if mosquitoes come next, I am moving to no. Mars. What's actually going to come next is magpies. Nah, no, see, I should have known actually because I'm, they've been nice I'm seeing them in your retrograde. They're going to start hovering you. They don't hover. They come straight for my soul. You know what happens. When I say these things, they start happening. Well, we're going to get into that a bit later. Oh, what now? If you can't tell, I'm pretty fired up today, guys. I've got an agenda and we need to get through it. So that's the first bit of trauma You're fired up. You're fired up. I am very fired up. You don't really seem it. I'm fired up just like my skin today. <laughs> if you've got anything you're fired up about this morning, 0404 We might even put something on our socials if we haven't already. What, what are you fired up about? Because yeah. really, it's a fiery kind of Monday, I reckon. Well, it's freezing, so it's really not. Well, fiery in a sense that we're all... We'll keep you warm from our rage. We're very animated. But the the weather isn't. You should gather around the sunburn. It's nice and warm, guys. I've had an experience this morning. (laughs) I've had an encounter. And you know what? I blame Dan Andrews. No. Yeah, I do. I think you can blame the fact you don't have a license. Exactly. And why don't I have a license? (laughs) For the record, I was booked in for my driving test to get my license on the 5th of August. It is now the 15th of November. Right? You do the math. What's that? September, October, November. But what you're forgetting to tell everybody is that you're meant to go for your license that day and that night before we went into the three-month lockdown. That's why I'm saying I'm blaming Dan Andrews. He couldn't have waited an extra day or till the Monday. He had to start it from, what was it, 8 p.m. the next day. Yeah. I mean, I understand we are living through difficult times, right? It's a pandemic. This, and I don't want to even really talk about it, but I have to do explain my frustration here to get it out, right? I mean, I also have had about, what, seven years to get I was going to say, are we not factoring that in? Like, the three months compared to the seven years you've had. But I'm actually a disgrace. Like, you are. You are. In more so ways than one. On my father's side of the family, there is four cousins. Right, I am the lead cousin, and I was the lead. Well, I was number one. I'm not necessarily the oldest. The oldest, yes. <laughs> I'm the lead cousin. I'm number one. Right, My, the youngest was born in the 2000s. And they've got their license. And he got his license before I did. Same thing happened to um, my brother. One of our young, yes, yeah, second youngest cousins on one side got his license before um, Josh did. And Josh said, I need to get going. And he did. Even my own sister got her license before me. Mm. Like, I just felt, I feel so bad about it. I should have been the first one to get a license. But I've ended up as the last person to get a license. And it just doesn't sit well with me. But that's okay because you can turn that around. I'm 25 years old without a license. I said before my 25th birthday I would have that. Hence why I was all ready to go. And then Dan. But it's From fine. From 8pm tomorrow night, we'll be encountering a strict seven-day lockdown. I love how it's taken this long for you to be able to address this on air. What do you mean? It's been three months. Oh, I'm addressing everything on air today. Anything and everything. I don't care if it's the last time I'm on Monday breakfast, quite frankly. No, I'm not going too over the top, but I'm just letting you know that's my situation right now. Anything else? Ask Carl. Honesty with Carl this morning. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Truth or dare? On the air.
Why haven't we thought of doing that before? Jack, get ready. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you something else that's annoying me at the moment. So, I don't know about you, but these major companies out there are thinking of really great advertising campaigns, you know, getting to Christmas. Yep. Anyway, I've got a twist on one of the supermarkets a little bit later on for your ears only. A twist? Yes, on one of our favourite foreign supermarkets. But I'll get to that a little bit later on because it's a bit Christmassy and mm, I don't like to talk too much about Christmas. Grinch. Anyway, another one of them, which is out there, of course, of supermarkets, has got an advertising campaign at the moment and involves it involves a Neil Diamond song called Beautiful Noise. Mm-hmm. And I actually really love the original song because, you know, when I'm bored, sometimes I scroll on the tube and, you know, look at old videos, sometimes of the old rail tunnels and stuff like that because I've refound my love of trains and particularly like old history of this country. I love looking back, even though I wasn't alive at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Like it was yesterday, it's <laughs> 1700. <laughs> I remember when they re- rebuilt Southern Cross Station. Well, actually, I do remember that. We were alive for that. <laughs> they <laughs> rebuilt it in time for the Commonwealth Games in 2006. When I wasn't using public transport as much as what I have today. Surprised I'd live to tell the tale. No, I'm not. It's workable. Jack, what is happening? But anyway, so getting to my point. Oh my gosh, it's a miracle. (laughs) It's a radio miracle. Everybody just praise Uh, the content. I just want to say. Oh my gosh, I'm so lost and disorientated. I have no idea what's going on. Advertising is ruining music for me. Can we get a hallelujah? We just got, you just hit your point. Do you agree? I'm so lost. Subscribe to my Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts and my emotions are going to all be revealed. If there comes a day where you become a daily vlogger. I'm going to create a new Tumblr account. Old guy in spirit. A new Tumblr account? What does that mean? I think I had one when I was like 16, I want to say. Was it called These Are Carl's Confessions? No, I think it was because I wanted to... Anyway, I wanted It's time to move on. I won't go into why I had a Tumblr account, but I had one. Because you've just gone into every other... You've you've started every other conversation. Anyway, what else is on the agenda this morning? <laughs> I reckon it should just be... If you were to sell our show, it's... Catherine has specific topics to talk about. Bianco, mixed bag. Open slather. I am a mixed bag. A mixed bag of emotions sometimes as well. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> I want to know, has advertising campaigns, have they ruined music for you? Because but he also wants to know, on top of that, what old things do you watch on um, YouTube? Were you there for Southern Cross? <laughs> and are you still using Tumblr? <laughs> Still using Tumblr, and also, um, have you still not gotten your license? Should Dan Andrews be blamed for that? Um, are you the lead cousin? There's been a lot that's happened in this segment. It's time to exit it. Do you know what? As you said, it's a mixed bag, and I'm not mad about it. Oh, I am. I don't think it was that bad. I think it was quite good, actually. It's not bad from the lead cousin. If you didn't think that um, I couldn't be madder at Bianco for that past segment, guess what you did? During the week. 
I hate to imagine what I have done. Now, we do know on this show that every single time we bring up something unfortunate or imagine if this were to happen in this studio, it manifests. So it doesn't matter how many times I put on my vision board certain things, never happens. If I say it in here, all of a sudden it happens. A running joke on our show, Bianco, is the fact that, um, and I don't want to throw you under the bus for this, but I'm going to have to, that you are the fool that went and ripped his pants. Don't tell me you've done the same thing. Several times. Most recent was a couple of weeks ago. You were getting into an Uber. Yeah, these things happen. You know, you get in a rideshare car and then all of a sudden... Yeah, you heard the sound. It wasn't a fart, for those asking. It was... It was a splitting episode. It was denim screaming. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we laughed and we laughed and we laughed. We laughed. Boy, did we laugh. We put it on our socials and everybody else laughed too. You laughed too much. I laughed too much and um, it's come back to haunt me. Good. Because unlike you, who your pants ripped going into an Uber to get to work. Right, checker. My pants ripped somewhere between the interim of driving to my new job and finding out when I got home. I don't know when it happened. It's a new day. My pants didn't give me the courtesy of giving the rip sound so I would know. And it was in a very unfortunate spot. So I got home from a very stressful day last Monday in pants that are my typical work pants. I'm pretty happy with them. Went to take them off and I said, I didn't realize these had pockets (laughs) in the back. Uh. And then I realized and my life flashed before my eyes and having to go back into that workplace the next day was mortifying because I was trying to read their body language, being like, were they aware that I was the fool that went and broke oh, my I pants but they were. committed to it? They were well aware of your pants splitting habits. So bad. So bad. Well, so once again, just like the astigmatism in my eye. Oh, honestly. And the fact we have Jack, this is your fault. What next? You're well, gonna, that's what I'm saying. I'm you're going to blame me for I'm COVID? Burning. Is that Don't. what you're going to do? You're going to blame me for that? Because I went to Italy a few months before. You went to Europe? I did go to Europe. What? <laughs> no, look, honestly, I'm just sick of you blaming me for things. I think we need to split as a duo. I think I'm my done. My pants already have. I think this is my last year putting up with you on radio. I'm right. announcing it now. Look, I mean, after the um, after the, the masterpiece of the last thing. I've had enough of being blamed. I've just covered five things in seven <laughs> minutes or whatever it was. <laughs> I've had enough. I've honestly, I've, I've hit my peak. I'm Have done. You? Yeah. I think so. Where did we peak? I don't know. I don't think we ever did. <laughs> I think we plateaued. Anyway, I blame you for the ripped pants. Of course and, you um, do. Anything else? Now, when I leave the house to go to work today, I will be having to do like a 360 about 20 times and every sound I hear on the drive in, I'm going to overanalyze because I need to ensure that from now on my clothing stays together. Because I don't want that happening again. And I, and it just goes to show I'm never, ever going to talk about misfortunes around you ever again because it just backfires on me. And I've got some news for you. There's every chance you're going to go out today and you're going to see magpies and they might be sweeping your vehicle. What was that? Vehicle. Say it again. Your car. <laughs> I've done something that I thought I'd never do. What's that? I've gotten hooked on a show that I thought I'd never get hooked on. Look, I mean, you were really into Squid Game. 
Mm. So we thought that was surprising. But this is different. This is different. It's okay. not on streaming sites. It's on free-to-air TV. Well, before you announce it, do you want to quickly say to the people what your normal comfort zone in TV viewing is? Generally, well, TV that just strikes my interest, really. Yeah. Well, really, it's normally Australian dramas. I wasn't even going to suggest it. Doctor, wasn't going to doctor. Say it. Oh, please. It's too soon. Um, it's Way normally too soon. That's sort of the base level no, we're but, normally working with. No, it's not. We're not working with that here. All right. Okay. We're working with something that I've been very critical of. Ooh. Mm. Don't tell me you're watching the Kardashians. No. I went through a phase a few years ago, though. Oh, now the truth this was, comes This out. was a long, long time ago. Okay. This is when they were actually relevant. No, it's... And and might be because there's really not much of interest on television right now. But this sort of was just on background, and then I just found myself watching the episode. A likely story. Yeah, go on. Mm. Anyway, it's, uh, it involves cooking. <gasps> and Celebrities? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Very much. I know you enjoy these kinds of programs, but I generally don't. Mm. And I'm not saying I would give it a 10 out of 10. I feel like the theatrics are there. And for me, it's probably about a four and a half out of 10, but I still sat through it. Mm. See, I personally was excited about this show, but I was expecting all the celebrities to be really bad at cooking and they're really good. Yeah, but here's the thing. I still... I, I don't believe that all of them actually can cook. Like, I mean, they've done it. No, I know, I know they've shown that they've done it and they played up and it's like, oh my God, you know, you even hear the judges. I didn't think he'd have it in them. Is that Jock? Is his name? How? Whoa, that was fantastic. Shrek isn't a judge, Bianco. <laughs> Are you sure? Have you checked? <gasps> <laughs> I reckon some of the food could... Past those tricks. The food looks great. What are you talking about? I don't know. Anymore. I just think the biggest injustice on that show is the fact that um they eliminated Ian Thorpe. Mm. He was trying so hard. He was cooking two dishes at once, and he was going to pick his favourite at the end, well, and they eliminated him. One of the greatest of all time, Archie Thompson, one of the greatest sports people Australia's ever seen. He has holds the record for the most goals ever kicked in an international football match, just so you know. don't know if you know that, but no, fun fact for you. He got eliminated last night. Oh, really? Mm. See, I've stopped watching. Oh. See, now I'm blaming you for something. I blame you for my TV habits now. Yeah, you should, because I've got good taste. But Two then words I'm like collide. Mary Poppins. I'll start watching something and, oh, there's something else. My umbrella's taking me elsewhere. I'm concerned. I'm concerned that things that I used to do, you're now doing, and stuff that I never thought I would do, I'm now doing because yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sit well with me. Do you think Rebecca Gibney's got it in her to win? Oh, look. I love her. You know, looking closely, no. <gasps> I don't think she does. Nick's going to win, surely. Um, I reckon Dilruck's a smoky. It's not, it's not bad. Bearing in mind, he only learned to cook last year in lockdown. It's not a bad effort. I reckon it'd be a great story. See, I reckon I'm really backing Beck. <laughs> love her. Tilly as well. I like Tilly. It's in her blood. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, I'm glad you're, you're enjoying it. I've changed, See, I've passed the baton on. I've stopped watching, and now you can enjoy it. Changed my TV habits, and I'm not a fan of it. Don't like it. Give me something to watch. This but is life a is a mystery box, Bianco. Is it? You never know what you're going to get. Here we go! 
Well, good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 15th of November for 2021. You're probably wondering, why is Carl doing this? Why? Why? It's because... I had a bit of an unfortunate start to the day, and I got in a little bit late, and Catherine started the show, and I'm forever grateful for that. And I think that really set the tone for the last hour, did it not? Yeah, and now that I've actually had a chance to you know, start an hour, I feel like I'm in a better mood. Yeah, we've recalibrated now. We're back to usual programming. Thank goodness for that. Because the last hour, I was a bit flat, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Really? Couldn't tell. Flat as attack. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. 0404 736. What are you getting up to this week? What are you going to achieve? Mm. Do you feel like dancing? Do you not feel like dancing? I don't know. I feel like dancing. Do you? Or crying. Sort of in between. <laughs> I don't know which one yet. The jury's still out. Don't know anymore, but this is the Scissor Sisters. I don't feel like dancing. Dancing? Five minutes past eight. I never really was that great a dancer. <laughs> Some things in life you're born with, right? But Maybe are- it's Maybelline. Chris going to forget you said that. And it's just ruined the momentum about what I was going to talk about. I'm Quite sorry. Frankly. You should be. But anyway, there are other things that you develop. Skills, yada, yada, yada. Habits, shall we say. I came out about being a closet comforter at some point. Yep. Having lead cousin today. I am the lead cousin. Haven't always will be on that side of the family. On the other side of the family, there's somebody else who puts their hand up and says they're number one. But that's another story for another day. I won't go there because I'm about number 20-something or 18. I don't know. It's a long list on the other side of the fam. Anyway. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get to is over the years, you can develop habits. And I think I've developed a bad one of late. Just like Ed Sheeran predicted. Speaking of, I've got a story on redheads a bit later on. There's some fun facts that have come out about them. They've got some great qualities that I never realized they had. Which I'll share with you a little bit later on if we find some time for it. Fun facts with Carl. But anyway, I feel like I'm doing myself an injustice by what I'm doing. I've developed a habit of saying pal. Oh, sarcastically? Yeah, well, oh. I think I've just been speaking to so many people lately that I just lose interest in... Oh, and whatnot. you're going, thanks, pal. Yeah. But the on. worst part is they're probably thinking you're being sarcastic. But I think the worst thing is... Once you hit pal, there's only one thing else that can top that, and that's champ. Oh, yeah. So I'm not quite at the champ level, but I'm at the pal level, and I'm worried I'm going to get to the champ level very quickly. Someone paled me the other day, and I said, excuse me, what did you just say? It was via text, so it was an actual intentional move. I was doing them a favor. Thanks, pal. It's It's pal. Anyway. I'm worried. You're in champ waters. There's another thing. You know, there's other stuff. I never used to like blue cheese. I like blue cheese. Never really used to be a big fan of red wine, actually, either. See, I'm still, like, on the edge. I'm a rosé and a white person. Red at certain occasions. Like, I wouldn't gravitate to all red. Speaking of, you know how I said I was going to talk about the supermarket? Mm -hmm. This foreign supermarket has changed the whole meaning of an advent calendar. (gasps) Yes, I saw Did you see this? Uh uh Pretty amazing, really, actually, Mm -hmm. on the topic of things that have changed. This is a new change, a new thing. Where you get 24 mini bottles mm-hmm. in an advent calendar yeah. of rosé, white, and red. Yep. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's my foreign supermarket story for you. But anyway, 
Things that have changed in your life. 404 736 Maybe that's a thing. Maybe now that you've heard it, you're going to go out and get an advent calendar. That I want wine. one of them. I know someone who's giving them away as a prize on another radio station. I've never and had I'm one. trying very hard. <gasps> Could we get had, one for the team? I've never had an advent calendar in my life. Oh, well, the wine one's the way to go. Can oh. we get one for the station? Actually, you know, I generally only get one when it's past Christmas. What? Yeah, you know how you get wait, a Christmas present? Somebody wait, says, oh, Merry Christmas, and then all of a sudden it's an advent calendar. It's like, oh, am I using this Someone for Someone gifts you an advent calendar after Christmas? I feel like that's happened. What? Mm. Wow. It's like, okay, I'm going to catch up on 24 days in one day. <laughs> on Christmas, look, chocolate. Oh. But that's so much effort to open all those windows. I've opened 24 chocolates today. Yay. That's, that's... Today's the day. 0404000736, Bizarre Christmas Gifts. We're going to revisit this oh, for wow. our Christmas. This really has taken a turn, hasn't but it? But we are going to revisit this for the Christmas special because that I've never in my life heard of somebody getting an advent calendar for Christmas, like after it's been used. Do you know what? I've never been more appreciative to get things like socks and jocks and stuff for mm-hmm. Christmas now. Yeah. I'm at that age where I'm just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. did I just get like six consecutive pairs of jocks or socks? How great is it? Laughing. It saves me going to the shops to get my own. I mean, it's, I've never not been appreciative. I've been appreciative of everything, but every now and then you get something and you're just like, oh, yay. Nah. Yeah, you hit our age and it's no more like, I need, I want this. It's thank you so much for getting me this because it saves me from doing it. And that's the best gift of all. Why? Maybe someone should just do my grocery shopping for me for Christmas. That would be great. Why? But now I understand why. It's actually quite a good thing. Thank you. Anyway, these things happen. Zero four zero four. Oops, he's done it again. Seven three six. What have I done? Mixed bag. That's. I think I'm going to create a new show. I reckon Carl's... we should. I reckon we should call these the party mix segments. I'll it's throw like this a, one at you. A banana snake. <laughs> Bam! There you go. I, we need a segment opener, ladies and gentlemen. We've got ourselves a party mix. Ooh, where, ma'am? Thank you, ma'am. Cigar and Rita Aura for you. You for me. Really hard to when have you colossally stuffed up at work? Now, I can say this story because I work at a couple of different places. You probably can join the dots, but um, my one of my bosses had an absolute doozy on Friday, Bianco. You know, when there's an element of pressure when you send an email to an entire company, you always get in your head a little bit about it. I know both of us have to do it in our own jobs and it's a lot of work. Anyway, I um, received an email from one of my bosses on Friday and it was a PDF and it was, hi everyone, please see um, the attached document for instructions on this spreadsheet, right? Anyway, so I said, okay, cool. Open it up. And I thought I was having a turn or my computer was having a turn because what was meant to be a four-page document, Bianco, I kid you not, instead of four pages, my boss sent an attachment. 44 pages? Of 20,954 pages. What is going on there? It took so long to open it up. Did it blew your computer up? Almost. And I was staring at it and I thought to myself, thank goodness, because normally I just print these things straight away. Thank goodness I didn't because um, that's a lot of trees. 20,000 pages, almost 21,000 pages. How do you stuff up that badly? 
Can I just say that I have actually just discovered what PDF stands for? What's that? Portable document format. Oh, there you go. The more you know. Something I didn't know. Mm, I love a PDF. Do you? Much cleaner than those other ones. Well, I mean, when you get a PDF, it's very hard to edit, so your work can't be copyrighted. Oh, you know what? I have to pay. I have to sign a lot of PDFs, and I have to pay for an editor. Oh, it's a whole thing. I hate it. Anyway, um, at least I didn't have to sign 20,000 pages. So it had me thinking, when have you stuffed up at work? What have you done that has just been horrific? Because I know in my retail life, Bianco... I am known very much so to accidentally send documents that I'm meant to be printing to the printer to our receipt roller. Mm. And so I accidentally hit print and then all of a sudden the thing next to me starts going and it's like meters and meters and meters of Word documents on this receipt roll, which never goes particularly well. But when have you stuffed up? So many times. I'm, I tell people this story now, but I wasn't really proud of it at the time. I used to work for a radio station because outside of when we talk on radio, I work in radio. Anyway, this radio station uh, had stations on digital radio Mm -hmm. as well. And I made a terrible accident one time. A fatal error. A fatal error where I accidentally didn't put a broadcast to air for 45 minutes when I was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I I genuinely made a mistake. Like, I thought I'd went through the steps, right? And I apologize. I said, look, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I, I stuffed up, as you do. And mm-hmm. they just said, okay, just to make sure it never happens again. And it didn't happen again because I got everything, well, not everything, but a lot of things right. But yeah. there was this one time where another incident occurred on a Friday night where, you know, I don't like working Fridays. No. You know, I like to be at home relaxing because it's Friday. It's Friday. You know, during the day is okay, but Friday night in particular is mm. the worst. You know, at the same radio station on a Friday night, I kept making mistakes. Like I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get things right. I hate those days. And I had my boss call me and say, what happened there? <laughs> so there's something really, for a very casual question, it's a very threatening one, isn't it? When somebody says, what happened there? And you can hear it, the tone in their voice isn't, what yeah. happened there? Mm. It's, what happened there? Yeah. There's, you, you know, I feel sorry for people who can't read the room. It's 23 minutes past eight for Monday morning here on 88.3. When have you made a mistake at work? I bet there's no one out there who hasn't. No. And they make for good stories eventually. You walk them off. Sometimes they take weeks. Sometimes they take years. Sometimes decades. I still haven't gotten over the fact I got sacked by the fish and chip shop because I couldn't work on Good Friday. Anyway, I think I turned out okay. I think I've become a bit more sensitive lately. Really? Mm. And I'll tell you why. I'm a bit more sort of... I think I'm a bit more on edge of my movements. Like where I go. I have People have been inviting me out or I've been mm. asked to go here and there and I kind of haven't been going. I've been happy to just be cooped up at home on a Saturday night. Yeah, look, I mean, I think at the moment with everything going on, it's still... People are uncertain as to whether or not they want to be moving around so much. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd be like that, but I'm actually more than happy to just be at home, you know, doing next to nothing than going out. Yeah. Maybe I've just reached that age. I don't know. But like at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm even sort of a bit pedantic when it comes to using social media. To so- social media, well, that and, and also transport. Yeah. I meant to get to transport. I don't know where social media came from. <laughs> Mm. Uh, well, social media to agree, but not as much as public transport. Anyway, I was on a train yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
Because I have been using public transport yep. throughout these times. Safely, obviously. Mm, yeah, wearing a mask, you know, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, I was sitting down and I was in a four-seater and I was comfortable and I was happy. The train wasn't very busy. And then I was probably eight stops into the way. All of a sudden, somebody gets on the train. There are seats everywhere. Oh, don't tell me. Everywhere. Right? Could have sat at the start of the carriage or, you know, behind me at the end of the yeah. carriage. Could have sat anywhere. Right? For some reason, decides it's a good idea to sit in the four-seat cubicle to the left of me. Mm. Right? Now, I'm I'm pretty sure that's one, still around about 1.5. It 1. is still 1.5. Correct. But you've got the whole carriage. Right? It was just bound to happen, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That somebody could choose where they wanted to sit and they had to sit right across from me. They couldn't see it further up in the carriage. It had to be right across. Take it as a compliment. No. I'm not going to take it as a compliment. See, I can't get my head around. It's been a long time since I've been on a train. But I, even just thinking now, like peak hour trains pre-pandemic where we used to all be squished in like sardines. Is that ever going to be a thing again? Or do you think people are so far past it now? Like I, before the pandemic, would never have driven into um, the city. I would just say it's much easier by train, much better for the planet, obviously. But I'm driving into the city so much at the moment that going by public transport now, I'm kind of like, I don't imagine myself going back to that. Well, I mean, I don't really have a choice because I don't have a license. So it's either I use rideshare or I use public transport. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's such a foreign idea to most of us, even going on a train. And the fact that they used to be so packed and we'd all be squished in and knocking into each other. I just wonder whether we'll ever see that again. I think we will. And it'll be quicker than what you think. I reckon peak footy crowds next year, that's going to happen again. Okay. And, you know, obviously people that go to the sport will have to be fully vaccinated. Correct. And, you know, 86% of the state is. Mm -hmm. We've done very well. Very, we're very on the verge well. of 90. We're supposed to be hitting 90 around the 26th of November. Mm-hmm. I reckon we're ahead of time. Yeah. I think we could well do it by the end of this week, potentially. Ooh. I don't know. I'm making a big call there. We'll check we, We'll check in on Friday. I am not Brett Sutton. I'm not you, the Cho. You are not the Cho. I don't see... You don't see Brett much anymore, do you? No. It's been a while, Brady. Yeah. This, let's not go there. Let's not touch that. But there's good news out there. Anyway, I want to know, maybe you've become a little bit more sensitive. Maybe you're tracking your steps as well. I The other thing as well, and I know this is very, you know, side of the times talk. I don't want to get too technical here. But there was a place near the workplace that um, got pinged as a, a site. Mm-hmm. And I've been very hesitant to go in there ever since. I went in there for the first time in a while yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Might come back to buy me. Nah. No. I'm sure we'll be right. Anyway, but it just goes to show, like, you know, it really is a sign of the times. Mm -hmm. Things happen. I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one, though. No, absolutely not. And I think we should, yeah, 0404000736, are you going out to all these different places? I still am living the lockdown, go to work, come home sort of vibe. Yeah. Really, but I don't really have a choice. I'm working every day. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah, well, that's the other thing Mm. as well. When you factor in work and whatnot, I'm just surprised I even managed to make it here this morning to tell you the truth. It's a miracle. It's a radio miracle, guys. I want to run you through a debate that has split the internet this week. Now, I think a particular way about this, I've run this past our producer, Jack, who thinks the opposite. Oh, this is not going to end well. 
I'm Sorry, interested to see on. where you sit in this Well, situation. as soon as Jack gets mentioned in something, it's never going to end well. So. <laughs> okay. So, a man has taken a debate that he's had with his Was sister. Was he a man? I am a man. A man. <laughs> But not a Jack man. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Not a huge Jack I was just man. Trying to beat Jack. Just a man. Um, he invited his sister over for dinner recently. Uh, Jack doesn't have a sister, I don't think, do you? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. you do. He's got a yeah. News to me. Wow, you've known him how long? I thought you had to. Anyway, go on. Anyway, um, so this man invited his sister over for dinner, and so while he's preparing their meal. He has to give his two-year-old daughter dinner and also the new addition to the family, their little kitten dinner. So he's having a chat to his sister. Kitten dinner? Kitten dinner. There's a gap. Does it involve tuna? Potentially, yes. Oh, okay. So anyway, so this man feeds his toddler. She's finished. He washes the bowl and puts it in the cupboard. Okay? Not the dishwasher? No, he okay. washed, he's washed it and then put it away. What the cat has? No. Huh. The man. Oh, the man. Anyway, the man who owns a cat. Yes. Okay. He's then going, okay, it's time to feed the kitten. Fed the kitten, washed the bowl, and then put it in the cupboard next to his daughter's plate that had just been used. And his sister was outraged and said, that is disgusting. That is so unhygienic that the cat's bowl is next to your daughter's plate in the cupboard. And so the internet has been debating whether or not that's a weird thing to happen. And I want to ask you, Bianco, when it comes to Fifi's bowl, is yes. it in with the rest of the family's dishes or is it elsewhere? What do you mean? As in like when we eat, does her no, no, dish... No, no, So like when she has her food bowl, right? Yeah. And you wash it's it. It's on the ground. You never wash it? Well, I don't know. That's not my job. I imagine it gets washed. Yeah. But then does it just stay on the ground? Yeah. That's how she eats. How are you expect her to put her on the table? See, Norman, um, we give him his meal. Bad and, etiquette. And then we wash it and then we put it away oh. so that nothing gross goes in it and then we bring it back out nah. freshly washed See, and he eats again. Fifi gets her food and then she devours it all. There's never anything left on her plate and then it just stays there. I imagine mum might, would probably occasionally clean it up or whatever if it's a bit messier. Would you put Fifi's bowl in with the, your plates? In your cupboard. No. It's never happened. Okay. So we're on the same side with this. Good. Producer Jack, can you turn your microphone oh, on for a second? Here we go. Now, just pulling the curtain back on Friday Drive slash Monday Breakfast for a second. Did, is this, did he pitch this to you? No. Guess what? No. I want to talk about dog etiquette on air. No. I called Producer Jack and told, ran him through my content. It's a lot easier. And I told him this situation and Jack said, what's wrong with that? The dog wants to talk about dogs. Well, that's extremely rude. <laughs> Producer Jack, you have no problem with this. I'm just no, and I think the main thing, though, Catherine, is that you said they were both washed. Now, no, disgusting. Well, no, they've both been washed. So if you had said to me that, oh, okay, cool, the dog bowl's been put into the cupboard, I would then think, oh, that's a bit weird. But imagine that, like putting your dog bowl yeah. in a cupboard. It's like they go in there and they sniff everything else and probably demolish everything else. Yeah, but it's been washed after but that. But who okay, has a cupboard? All right, let's run Honestly, this past you, producer. But hang on a second. Before you even do that, you have to have a walk-in cupboard and not everybody has that. What? A what? walk-in food cab- cabinet cupboard. A pantry. Yeah, that's cabinet the one. Cupboard, that's yeah. what I was looking for. Clearly, you don't have a pantry. <laughs> no, we have like a little like a cupboard where you just open the doors and voila, there's whatever you're looking for. Oh, see, I have a pantry. I love oh, it. Oh, no. Um. Anyway, Producer Jack, so if you're running with the idea of it being washed, yes. 
if you saw it being washed and they said, okay, Jack, dinner time, and they served it in that bowl, would you have a problem with it? No. We need to fire him. There's a lot of things that we need to fire him for. I, thought I feel he'd already... sick a little bit. Well, I... Do you know why? Because he eats with dogs. Like, there's the he dogs eats with bowl. us. <laughs> what are you dirty, trying to say? Dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. I don't, I don't understand what the big issue is here. It's been washed. So that's the, like that's the main thing here. I don't understand Look, why. I understand you've moved into your own place and yes. things have gotten a bit tough, but you don't have to resort to eating dog food, okay? If it's really that tough for you, let us know and we will order some food for you. Thank you. We'll go that far. Even if it's two-minute noodles, it's better than dog food. Well, okay, sure. Or Thank rations. Will we find some... <laughs> I don't think I don't think the tokens are allowed to be used these days, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm repulsed. I'm just going to say it that way. Sometimes you act like I am 40, just, so. What? I'm just amazed that we're actually on the same side for once. That's nice. What do you mean? I wasn't sure with you. I said it could go either way. Ah. So I'm very relieved that at Look, least one person is, in if, this team. There are some things you just have to back me in with, you know? Mm. Something. No, the well, amount I... of times you said that to me, mate, and I've had to do that. Oh, are you still on? I am still on. Jack. <sighs> Bye now. Disgusting. You're off now. And you're not coming on ever again. That's it. You've done your dash. Not good. <sighs> anyway, at least I can have faith in one person in well, this Well, that's ruined my morning, actually, <laughs> hearing that. Just. I, I also don't want to offend people who have um, their dog or cat's bowls in with their stuff, but I'm just saying you're nasty. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> you're saying you're nasty, and I'm saying yeah, nah. It's Monday breakfast here on eighty-eight point three. How do you feed your dog? Do you clean up after them? <laughs> Melbourne, we have a lot of great things in this magnificent city. But I saw somebody write something online the other day about Melbourne. Mm-hmm. They were moving back here after living elsewhere for a little while. Okay. And this struck my interest because I was thinking to myself, is this really a Melbourne thing? They said. I can't wait to come back to Melbourne and eat lunch at 3 p.m. again. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's a lot of Melbourneisms out there. But I never really put too much thought to eating lunch at 3 o'clock. Well, I always thought it was a coincidence. I always have long, um, late lunch breaks and it upsets me greatly. But yeah, when you think about it, I know quite a few people who have to eat lunch late. But is it just a Melbourne thing? Well, we're busy. I know. We're always busy. But I just I couldn't ever think to myself, I don't really think I've ever heard Melbourne being notoriously well known as the state or the, you know, the city where everybody eats lunch at three o'clock. I think it's because brunch culture has become such a big thing. So people are eating brekkie later, but bigger meals, and then it rolls into a later lunch. Mm. Not yeah. that I brunch often, but when I do, I go hard. <laughs> That's what I'm taking out of the show today. <laughs> Not that I brunch often, but when I do, I, had, I brunch hard. I had the best. I caught up with a friend about a week ago, and we had smashed avo and halloumi bites. Oh, oh, you can't make that at home properly. Oh, no. It's just different when someone else, else smashes the avo. Do you know what I've found myself getting around more? What's talking that? about, you know, habits in your life, things that have changed. Eggplant chips. Yeah, they're good. What's going on there? Who yeah. invented that? I can't believe you're eating eggplant But chips. you complement that with a nice sort of mayo. Oh. Oh. Mayo and eggplant. Who would, who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thunk it? It could have tasted yeah. that good. I had chickpea chips the other day. So good. 
No, no. Instead of potato chips, no. chickpea. Yeah. No, no. Spicy capsicum oh, flavour. No. Oh, no. Chef's kiss. Oh. What are you doing? Very good. How dare you? I will bring them in That's on disgusting. Friday. That's disgusting. No, no. Your life will change. No, no, you've lost me now. You've lost me. Eggplant, we can agree on. Halloumi. Mm. Hey, the last time as a team we had halloumi, you were a big fan. Well, it happened to be all right. Mm. I, I took a punt and I thought, you guys don't mind halloumi, so mm. we'll give it a go. You know, because I like to try things more than once just to make sure that I have made a definitive mm-hmm. mind up on something. Which is, that's progress from you because when we first started this show, you would try something once and be like, that's it, I'm done, I'm never going to Yeah, but there are again. some things that are a hard no, I just won't touch. All right, what's the hard no? Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, I've never been big on greens. Mm. I've accommodated for them more often these days. Yeah. Like when mum puts them on my plate for dinner, I will eat them first. I'll just shove them in. Whether I like it or not. Oh, see, I've never, since a ki- being a kid, I've never gravitated toward a sprout ever again. No, no, not sprouts. Oh, just the greens in general. I think the one that I can't get around now is snow peas. I don't quite yeah. understand the point of a snow pea, I'll be honest. Like, they're fine, but again, it's not something that I go buying at the supermarket. I buy edamame, though. That's Sorry? fantastic. Say again? Edamame. It's similar to a snow pea. But you don't eat the pods. You just eat the little beans inside. Delicious. You lost me at Edda. Japanese, you can get chili salt on it or lightly salted. I have them in my freezer. Pop them out. Great. Being really alive. good with sushi. Really? Sushi netamame and a Diet Coke. Best lunch you'll have. Have that at 3pm. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one in this boat. Zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. This is Galantis and David Get and Little Mix. Carl and Catherine wrapping up. It's been another Monday show. Another one. A mixed bag. Party mix is what we said. Yeah. That's that's one way to put it. Yeah, there's been some highlights. We've learned a bit. And some lowlights. We've learned that um you will never get around a snow pee. That I'm number one. No. You're the liege cousin. <laughs> but only when it comes to one side of the family. Yeah, we've learned that um, producer Jack has zero standards. But he never had any in the first place, so how can you... No, I'm, I'm kidding. Hey, he works with us. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, actually. Exactly. And the amount of times we've said, see you later, but he's still stuck around. Anyway, we're off. Collins up after nine. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Friday. See you on Friday. Okay, bye. Four o'clock. Have a great week. Yeah, yeah do that too. See you. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.